What's good, y'all? Welcome back. Episode 20, bro. This is crazy. Damn, we've done 20 of these bad yeah. boys, huh? Um, You know, sorry for the late uh, football upload, but hey, better late than never. Uh, we're going to talk about week three. What's up, Julian? How you been? How was your week three? It was a little bad, bro. Made some bad decisions on fantasy. Um, Falcons, hey, falconing again. What's up? I said we won in our league, so it's all good. That's true. We <laughs> did win in our league. Barely, but we did. And a, win's a, win, a win's a win. That's the only bright spot of this past week, bro, in football, honestly. I mean, you already started it, so let's just get into it, bro. Uh, I'll let you go. Like, the Falcons, second week in a row, they they uh, let go of a double-digit lead. Uh, I don't know. Like, what do you what do you what do you think's going on there? Like, what are your thoughts? What were, what was going through your mind? I know. I think you're at work when this game was going on. Yeah, I was at work when this was happening. Um, a lot of Cowboy fans were showing up already because the game was about to start for their like their time slot against the Seahawks. So yeah, we were there. We we're on TV for a good while. Everybody was watching us, and yeah, bro. I mean, I'm like I said, Dan Quinn needs to be fired. Um, I've said this now for the past week or two um it's i like dan quinn i love him as a person i like him as a coach too but i kind of feel like he's lost his his mojo with this team um this is i feel like this this should just be more of a mutual agreement or like both teams should or both sides just need a fresh set of eyes fresh set of like views um third cutter i he's not cutting it bro and he's had a history of like abandoning the run and it's very disappointing and upsetting especially when you're up that high he's kind of one of the big reasons why we've been giving up these leads a lot um he just goes away from the run thinking that he can just get a first down passing and it's a big risk because if if you don't get the first or complete a pass you stop the clock for the other team and you didn't gain anything out of it you didn't gain no yards um that's a big question mark to me bro that's a big no-no uh the defense is young i kind of blame the defense but not much because when your offense isn't producing in the fourth quarter, you're just, you're just literally out there the whole game and you're gassed out. And with this young defense and inexperienced team, like it's, it's bound to happen. You know, players are going to score on you, teams are going to score on you if you've been on the field for so long. Um, so yeah, man, this this whole team just they have talent, but the coaching staff is just not cutting it. Um, and back to the Matt Ryan thing, man. I'm telling you guys, I love Matt Ryan to death, but. He can't run the ball. He can't get us first downs. He's not a Lamar Jackson or a or a Patrick Mahomes or a Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson for the for that matter, or even Dak, where he can go run out there and get you a first or get you a couple yards to get closer to the first. Um, and you know we're just gonna have to. I think we have to blow it up next season. Um, keep our main guys except for Matt Ryan. Um, I think. I, I never want to let Julio go, so I don't feel like we should let Julio go. Um, Ridley's been the new star in this team. But other than that, like, they got to start thinking about blowing this team up and getting into a coaching suit because it's just not going to cut it. We got the Packers this Monday, which is not good. Um, they're looking really hot. So, I don't know, man. This, this is a very disappointing season. Um, I'm already starting to look at coaching candidates for next season. Um <laughs> But, I mean, if we're going to go that route, I feel like we should just give uh, fire of Dan Quinn now and see how uh, Mark, what's our defensive coordinator's name, Mark, Mark Quinn Manuel. Uh, he's a beast, bro. I like him on defense, too. I know he's, I know our defense isn't that good, but he's the leadership that he brings to that defense is, is outstanding. And uh, when we went 6-2 and two last year, it was because he became the defensive coordinator for those last eight games. Um, so, uh, yeah. That's all I gotta say about this Falcons team, bro. It's very disappointing. It, they hurt. They broke my heart. I never thought they could break my heart even more, and they did. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. We I just talked I'm about done. It last but... week, like, you know, I feel like the, What's up? we talked about it last week. You know, like it's it's just mentally, you know, like I I feel like the Falcons as a team, like you know, twenty eight to three will always stick to them. But I feel like you know Dan Quinn. And the way he coaches and his adjustments, I don't feel like he makes the right adjustments. I don't know what he says during halftime because when they come out in the second half, it's a completely different team. Um, it's just, man, I, I, I agree with you. I think it's time to let to you know to let it go. Maybe, maybe this is the year they just fucking tank for Trevor. I don't know what the what the plan is, but 
Yeah, I think uh, why the them and the Jets, and I'm not saying the Falcons are as bad as the Jets, but like coaching wise, I just feel like it's time for both of those guys to go. Um, Absolutely, just the culture I that agree. they bring and all that. I just don't think it's benefiting the team whatsoever. Like I, I, I you know, I don't know them personally. Maybe I, they're probably good guys, but you know, coaching wise, I don't feel like they can get the job done. Especially Adam Gase, but we'll get into that later. But uh, Dan Quinn, I just feel like, you know, losing that Cowboys game the way they lost it, losing the, the Bears game, which, you know, they were up 16. And, uh, you know, and then obviously the Super Bowl. But it's like, it's just time and time again, results aren't being shown. This this guy's brought in here for defense, and his, defense, his defenses are some of the worst defenses in the league. And... I don't think they have the personnel, especially right now. They they're just so young to run like yeah. the Seattle scheme that he wants to run, and you know, I I don't know what Arthur Blank is gonna do, cause I I feel like he has to, you know, switch it up a little bit, you know, like I I just feel like yeah, the, I feel like these guys just psychologically and mentally they just get in their own heads as well. Once they got a big lead, they're probably thinking to themselves. Damn, I hope we don't blow it. And as soon as you start thinking like that, game's already over. And I feel like that's what happened with Chicago. I I don't feel that that's what happened with um the Cowboys game. The Cowboys game to me more was just poor game planning. Like just the adjustments were terrible, and obviously the onside kick didn't help. But uh, you know, this game I just feel like they got in their own heads. Like they were up big. They they looked like they were controlling the game, which they were the whole time. And then uh, Nick Foles comes in and. You know, um, all right, technical difficulties, but uh, yeah, like I don't know, I just feel like uh, just game planning, Dan Quinn ain't it no more. And I know, just to just to switch it real quick, what did you think about Nick Foles coming in? You know, for Trubisky, I was surprised. <laughs> the thing, I was surprised. The, honestly. Yeah, honestly, I'm not that surprised. Um, just so you know, early, Nick Foles, you know? like I, I just, it's crazy that two and O team and Trubisky's not playing that bad. And they still bench him like that. Was, they're just trying to find the excuse to get rid of him. And Matt well, I think did, they were so. just trying to find a spark, dude. Like I think yeah. they were just trying to find a spark because this the the Falcons defense was holding them down before Nick Foles came in. Um, they had a great game plan for Trubisky. Um, this this offense just couldn't find anywhere to go. Uh, they were looking like our offense when we were in the fourth quarter. And for I think he just Coach Nagy wanted to find a spark in this team. Um, he brought in Foles for a reason. I knew for I knew he he's gonna he's gonna end up putting Foles in at some point during the season. And mm-hmm. yeah, I know sure. you said this is kind of early, but they were a false two and L team in my opinion. Uh, yeah. They they lost one of those games at the very least, and for them to go two and L and I it, you could just tell Nagy didn't really have much confidence in Trubisky heading into this game against the Falcons, and for 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 us to have such a young and a young and like kind of an experienced defense where we're not supposed to be that good yet. The way we, we did to them in the first three quarters, it's it was it was a red flag for Nagy and props to him though to bring in bringing in Foles for the fourth. I mean, Foles came in looked comfortable, looked like he knew what he was doing, and I mean he just it was the old Nick Foles that we knew from the Eagles days. So mm-hmm. props to Nagy for doing what he did. Uh, I think this is the end for Trubisky to be quite honest with you because this this type of comeback. I mean I know it's against us and we're known to give up leads, but this is this type of comeback is gonna spark this team, and who knows? Maybe they they could possibly win this division now. I mean, with the Packers being so hot too, but they're three now. They're up there with them, and Nick Foles, bro. I mean, I'm not surprised he he did magical things with what's his nickname, Big Dick Nick. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not surprised, bro. What happened on Friday when he came in? I, at first, I didn't know it was him. I I didn't uh like as you mentioned, I was working, so I don't know if that was Trubisky or not, and. When I saw the Bears starting to come back, I was like, no way, this is a Trubisky-type team right now. <laughs> and, yeah, next thing you know, I, I saw that it was Nick Foles at, at quarterback. I was like, oh, okay, this makes more sense because Trubisky would not be leading them down the field three times in a row to come yeah. back. So. I don't know, man. Uh, I, just to transition because we were talking about coaches getting fired, I thought we would play a little game called whose seat is hotter. And I know I said Adam Gase. Both, so you think both Dan Quinn, Adam Gase, they're gone? Yeah. So, 
to me, I think if the Fal- it all comes out on Monday night this week. I think if the Falcons get blown out really bad to the Packers on Monday night and national TV, I think he's gone. Mm. Uh, if it's a close game where like we make it competitive and we still lose, I I believe Arthur Blank's gonna give him another week or two. Um, but his his seat is hotter than Adam Gase's in my opinion because mm. just the way we lost, man. Like I've told people before, like I'm. I've always been okay with going 0-3 this season because we played tough opponents. We played the Seahawks. We played the, the Cowboys. Um, even the Bears, like, they're a decent team. But just the way we lost those games, was, it's, it's unacceptable in my opinion, especially as because we're known to be the 28-3 to team from the Super Bowl. So I think his seat is hotter than Adam Gase's. Um, if we get blown out to the Packers Monday night, I, I believe he's gone. Uh, which is a very good possibility because the Packers are hot right now. They are. They just beat the Saints in New Orleans, so yeah. this is a very scary team. Um, for the Jets, their seat is hot, but I mean, we really didn't have much expectations for the Jets. I know they've gotten blown out their the last two games, um, but I mean, the Niners are the Niners. They're a great team. They just blew up the Giants too, and the Colts, for that matter, they're a decent squad. And there was their first. Um, I don't know. It was, I think that was the first game at home for the Colts. I'm not sure, but. I don't know. It's going to come down on the night, too. They play the Broncos. We'll see. Uh, if they get blown out here, too, as well, I think Adam Gase is out of there. Um, but I don't see that happening, especially with the with the Broncos team, who's literally just taking guys off the street at this point <laughs> to suit up. So, I don't know, man. This these two Obviously, these are the, the two notable head coaches that have the hot seat. I know you said you had a few more. I want to hear more about those before I get to my third coach that I think is on the hot seat as well. Uh, so, mine, my third one... And I know he just won this week, but I'm just, I don't buy this team at all. And I've told you, bro, since the beginning, I've not I'm not waver I've not wavered from this opinion at all. Matt Patricia to me mm-hmm. is number three. Like I don't I, I know they beat the Cardinals. Kyler Murray didn't play well, so that kind of you know helped the Lions win that game. But I, I just don't I don't see how, in any way, shape, or form how he has a job by the end of the year. I just I, I don't. I don't see that like, he doesn't really coach well. That's why Darius Slay wanted to get out of there. So um, I think he's he's the third guy, in my opinion, that's up next. But I don't know who's your third guy. Who's my third my third team? Yeah. Um, I was thinking of the of the Texans with uh, mm. what's his name, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Listen, listen. They they've played. Two, they played some tough opponents the first three weeks too. They they got the Super Bowl champs. They had the MVP, and the Steelers are no joking for that matter too. But listen, listen, you gotta you gotta have make it against the Ravens. You had to make that more competitive than what it actually was. That was an embarrassing game for them. Um, Thursday night was competitive at some point, but then it just blew away. Uh, the Texans Steelers game was very good. Um, I was impressed, but I don't know. I just feel like this. The Texans are going through the same thing the Falcons are going through. They just need – they both just need a break up and, like, have fresh new face in there, you know, just a, a new voice, you know, that can, like, possibly turn things around. Maybe not for this season, but for next season. Because you have a young Deshaun Watson. He's he's in his prime. He's getting into his prime. Yeah. But you have a defense that's – for the most part, they're still good on defense, uh, the Texans. But you're going to waste your years with J.J. Watt. I mean, he's at the end of his prime. Well, he's getting close to it. And uh, I don't know, man. I just feel like the Texans, they don't necessarily need to, and it's not showing on the, on the stat sheet. But you could just tell they need a new face there, man. They need a new voice, just like the Falcons. Um, these two teams should not be 0-3. I think the Texans should have been 1-2. They should have won this last game. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that's another one I point out. I mean, he's been in the hot seat since the trade he made with Hopkins. So, I mean, I just think it's gotten a little hotter after that. But you're... I mean, that's another one that stuck out to me. Um, and then another one that's kind of getting hot. I don't think it's as hot as these coaches right now. But I'm going to go with Doug Peterson from the Eagles. Um, I know he's gotten a lot of injuries in this squad. But you cannot – if you're going to tie with the Bengals team, who's who's clearly in rebuilding mode, it's kind of, it's kind of a little disappointing, especially when you have um, a Carson Wentz in there and stuff. So, I don't know. I think at some point um, – Doug Peterson's gonna have to go too. That Super Bowl has been years away. Um, if if you can't even beat a Bengals team at home who has low expectations, it's it's kind of it's kind of gonna leave you some question marks for that coaching staff. So yeah. 
we'll see. I mean, they lost to Washington. They, I believe they were up that game, right? That week one against Washington, and then they just blew it. Yeah, so I don't know. For them to lose to Washington, too, it's it's unacceptable. The Rams one, we can, I mean, the Rams one was okay. You know, the Rams were a good team. Uh, but they actually got blew out that game, so that's also unacceptable in my eyes. But we'll see how they do against the Niners uh, this week. Um, I know they're going to be in San Francisco, but this Niners team, despite all their injuries, they're still a good squad. So if if they get blown out here, his his, his seat's going to get way hotter because it, it's not looking good the next few games after that. They got the Steelers, they got the Ravens, the Giants, and Cowboys. So. It's it's not looking good for Doug Peterson right now. He should have had this game one under his belt. But we'll see, man. We shall see with Doug Peterson being another one on the hot seat. Top three pick for a team, in my opinion. Top pick. I'm hoping it's the Falcons, bro. But yeah, I mean, it's, it, I'm surprised at all the 0 and three teams that are on the board right now. I don't feel like it's gonna stay. I feel like the Falcons are gonna win a couple of games. But the like the Texans are gonna win a couple of games. I don't feel like the Eagles. They have a tough schedule, man. Like they, like you just said, the the teams you just listed off, and they got the Packers down the road. Like they got, they're just running through the buzzsaw, and I just feel like, uh, and and they got the Seahawks too. So it's like, man, like I don't see them winning. I think more than four, five, four or five games. It's just that bad right now. And I'm so sick of the Carson Wentz slander, bro. Like, I understand he's struggling, but, like, no offensive line, just like Deshaun Watson, no offensive line. Your receivers by committee is not working, obviously, in both scenarios. And, you know, with with Carson Wentz, at least, like, they their defense is okay. I feel like their defense should be a lot better. But to let the Bengals, you know, hang around and tie with you guys, and the fact that Doug Peterson kind of just rolled over and was like, yeah, I'll take a tie. Like, come on, man. Like, if you're going to lose, like, if you're going to, you know, like you said, tie, like, come on. At least try to fucking win the game or do something. Let Jake Elliott kick that field goal. It's 64 yards. He's made 61 before. Like, I don't hmm. know. I just don't. I, I thought that was a weak move by him. And the fact that they're 0-2-1, that's why I feel like his seat is hot and... Bill O'Brien's a good one. I didn't even, you know, think to even mention him in here, but um, I mean, it's a good point. Like him trading Hopkins and thinking, oh, you know, Cooks and Stills and Will Fuller are gonna be enough. Like, no, his whole game plan and scheme was was around Hopkins, and now that he doesn't have that, Will Fuller has to be the number one, and we're seeing that's not working right now. So, um, you know, I I get what you mean, and uh, honestly. I think Mike Zimmer too. Like this team is playing. I was thinking awful. that. Wow. I mean, this team is just not playing. I know they played the Titans pretty well, but you know, I just, the first two weeks to me were very, very. It just looked miserable, bro. Like the, I know the Packers game was close, but that was all garbage time. Like they were getting blown out that game. You're right. The next game they got That's... blown out. Yeah. This game they put up a, a more of a fight, but I feel like the Titans' defense is pretty weak, even with Jadavion Clowney there. I just feel like the secondary is kind of weak. But didn't Mike Zimmer just get an extension though with this team? He did. He did. I think either this past off season or the off season before that. But uh, I don't know. It's 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 tough with you know getting the coaches with the extension. Yeah, he just stuff. got an extension there uh, this but past I mean, summer. Mike Zimmer, I don't know. He does it has. It's just to me, coaches like, what have you done for me now? And all the sure. coaches we listed has haven't done anything for their squads. So it's like, I don't know. It's just something to keep an eye on. Those four or five guys we mentioned. I know we have, you know, Bill O'Brien's. I just feel like with Mike Zimmer, since they just gave him that extension, yeah, he has uh, a couple they're gonna try years. to, yeah. yeah, like he's got more time to prove himself. Um, yeah. Unless the Vikings go like two and fourteen or three and thirteen, then. I believe his seat will be fine. Just give him another year, just like Dan Quinn this past uh, season where yeah. they decided to give him another year and stuff. But, I mean, it ended up biting us, you know. So, we'll see how that goes. Um, oh, I was going to say something that totally just blew out of my mind. Oh, um, I mean, damn it. Uh, you can think about it, but I just want to talk about the, um, the Cowboys-Seahawks game. We're just going to bounce around these games. Couple games, but uh, yeah. what do you think about Russ, bro? Like, at the, Russell Wilson's playing on another level right now. I, I, 
like I said last episode, I haven't seen him play like this ever. Like, even the year he they won the Super Bowl and the year after when they went back and lost to the Patriots, like, they don't – I haven't seen him play like this, man. This is unbelievable. Like, they're just letting him cook. Like, the whole, like everybody wanted, let, let Russ cook, and now he's just 14 touchdowns, one interception? Like, come on, bro. Are you kidding me? Like, obviously, he's the front runner for MVP, and – I don't know. Like, what did you think of that game? You know, uh, it was a good game. I was first, and then we'll go to the Cowboys. Yeah, I was, so I was, I was watching. I watched the first half at work. Um, I was watching it with the fans. Um, I, I was impressed by Prescott too, though. Yeah. Um, but we'll get to the Cowboys in a bit. Speaking of the Seahawks, bro. I mean, Russell Wilson, the man's a beast, bro. He only had thirteen incompletions, no interceptions. Has he thrown an interception this season? He threw that pick six in the Patriots game, but that's it. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, but like it just seems like Russell Wilson's just doing it all for this team right now. Um, mm-hmm. I know they got Chris Carson who's kind of doing some damage, but it just seems like this is all Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, Metcalf came to life, and he should have honestly Wilson had another touch. He should have had six yeah, if Metcalf. Diggs. Shout out to Trevon Diggs. You know, not giving up on that. Yeah. Part. Yeah, I was very. Um, I was on a very impressive throw though, in my my opinion, from yeah. Russell Wilson because. I don't know, just that Wilson just throws it so smooth. It doesn't feel like he's throwing it deep, but he's just throwing a normal pass, but it's like 50, 60 yards down the field. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm impressed with Wilson. He's the favorite to an MVP. Um, I saw this kind of performances happening this season, but I did not see it happening on a consistent basis, yep. especially against teams that are pretty good, like the Patriots, the Cowboys, um, and for the Falcons, for that matter. I know we're a young, inexperienced team, but we should have we could have done better to slow him down and especially with Dan Quinn knowing Russell Wilson and his style of play. Um, but, yeah, man, the, but this defense has problems. Um, I, was, I, was I know they're supposed to. Like, I, I know you, you this the this defense is kind of concerning, bro, because it feels like Russell Wilson has to have these type of performances every week just to have them win games. So, mm-hmm. um, at some point, um, the defense has to step up a little bit more. I know Jamal Adams just showed up, and it kind of gave him a little boost week one. But after week one, bro, they haven't done anything. Um, they they should have lost week two against the Patriots if it wasn't for that one big defensive play they made in the goal line. Um, but in my opinion, that was more of of, of the Patriots um not executing the play more than the Seahawks stopping them. So yep. I don't know, man. This defense, I have a lot of question marks. Uh, I know they have Bobby Wagner and Shaquille Griffin and, and stuff, but they they got to step up more, especially more in the secondary, in my opinion. Um, I know they have Jamal Adams in the safety, but once he went down, you could tell that the secondary was starting to fall apart a little bit. So, I don't know. Uh, Chris Carson, too. Hopefully, he gets better. Uh, I heard he's only out for a few weeks after that nasty uh, injury. Yeah, from the from the Cowboys defender. But we'll see, man. These receivers are stepping up, though. Big time Metcalf is becoming a star in this league. He's like a Ridley, in my opinion. Tyler Lockett's um, the most underrated receiver in the league right dude, now. Dude, he is. He is. Um, I I expect Lockett to have games, like good games, but, man, this this dude's going off two, three touchdowns last week, 100 yards. So yeah, that's impressive. Greg Olson last game, he's looking like the old Greg Olson from the Panthers days. So I don't know. Just Russell Wilson's doing the most out of this offense, and it's it's good for the time being, but they need – I expect more from this defense if they're going to – make the Super Bowl because it's not going to cut it scoring 40 points a game. So, but we'll see. The thing. Like, this is going to be their defense all year. They have no corners. They can't play man coverage. Nobody Mm-mm. can cover anybody. Same thing with Dallas. Dallas, to me, is more banged up. So, you know, they have they have no linebackers whatsoever. I don't know what uh, – somebody has to put Tank Lawrence on a milk carton. Just like, like I, I don't know where he's at. Like, I can't believe <laughs> I, we haven't seen much from him ever since he got his extension. Um, you know, and they're, they're making, they're relying on Trevon Diggs, who's, who could be a good corner, but, you know, to make a, to have a rookie, you know, have to take on such a, you know, a daunting task of covering Metcalf and all that, like, obviously he was going to get burnt a couple of plays. So, you know, it, it, it Dallas and Seattle are going to have similar games where they're going to just go into shootouts because their defenses can't stop anybody. But yeah, Dallas to me, I mean, who who develops receivers better in your opinion? Steelers or Cowboys? Because Michael Gallup's turning into a number one. You know, a, a, he's a solid number two, but could be a number one. 
Cedric Wilson out of nowhere. I mean, this dude looks. <laughs> he looked nice. I was impressed with Cedric Wilson. Obviously, they have CD Lamb, but man, like they looked very impressive, like that offense. And yeah, I don't, I don't think we're gonna see that ground and pound with Zeke as much. We're gonna see, you know, Dak just go off. Like he's didn't he have four hundred last week against the Falcons? Now this week yeah. he had another four hundred. Like man. No, I mean, and this is kind of disappointing on Jerry Jones' part. I think Dak Prescott is having a great season. Yeah. Um, uh, he he definitely deserves that extension, in my opinion, because he's the reason why they won some of these games. I know Ezekiel Elliott is getting his 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 yardage. Uh, like I mean, last week he didn't do anything at all, but against mm-hmm. the Falcons he had his ninety yards. I think the Rams he had ninety yards as well, but they're not impactful ninety yards to me. They're those are just quiet ninety yards. They're they're not making do they're not doing much damage on the run this season it, it feels like and it's it's product of the O line that they're having that's why Prescott needs yeah. to be out there and and do Russell Wilson type plays where he has to get out of the pocket or give himself some more time just to get these receivers open so um, I don't know shout out to Doug Prescott and mm-hmm. it's kind of disappointing that Jerry Jones said on the radio this past uh, few days that um, Tony Romo or Patrick Mahomes would have. Uh, made that play at the end to, tie, to win the game. So he said that? Jerry Jones, yeah, he says something wow. like that. I have it. Let me pull out the, the quote right now in a minute. But yeah, I haven't yeah, heard that. Going, but... going back to your, your Steelers, Cowboys, I think it's still Steelers who develop oh, more. Yeah, I know, but it's crazy that this dude came out of nowhere off the bench and put up that kind of performance. Like, wow. Yeah, that's but... impressive. But, I mean, shout out to Dak. He's doing yeah. his thing. Um, I know a lot of people don't really believe in him. And, to a, to a certain extent, I still don't kind of like believe him as much, but he's impressing me day by day, bro. And I, you know, he he deserves his respect in this league, and he's doing great things right now. So we'll Dak, see if he keeps it up for these next, yeah, for these upcoming games. Back um, to me, he's gone. I'm sorry, Cowboys fan. Oh, he's definitely gonna leave gone. just because you can tell he uh, Jerry Jones doesn't believe in him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he should be going into a situation where they they believe in him a lot more. Like I think. A good fit. He'll, I think he'll fit good with the Titans, obviously, but they have Tannehill. Um, maybe the Raiders, but the Raiders seem like they're doing fine at the, for the time being. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see at the end of the year. Derek Carter means I don't think he's going to cut it. But, um, I mean, we'll see. I, I shoot, Who knows? Maybe they can go as far. I can go as far as saying the Patriots will be a good fit if Cam, sign, if Cam leaves. Yeah, if they don't sign Cam. Uh, I mean, so. like I said, we, we said this in the beginning, too, like the beginning of the season. Uh, the Colts and the Saints, obviously, to me, are potential fits because Phillip Rivers is probably going to retire in a year or two, maybe next year. I don't think they resign him. And the Saints, I mean, Drew Brees is gone Yeah, after this year, so you know, who knows? But he's gone. I, I, I just can't imagine a scenario where he resigns after all this, and especially – if Jones is still talking down to him, like, come on, bro, who, where, who's you gonna, who's gonna be your next quarterback that you're so confident with these statements that you're making? Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, saying, I'm exactly. Confused. Like, unless you get Trevor Lawrence, like, who, who are you really gonna go out there that's or even performing? Justin Fields, like, and I don't know how good he's gonna be in the pros. So, mm-hmm. you're right. I don't know. So, um, yeah. So I have a quote here. Uh, let's see. Uh, he says, obviously, with Mahomes, who I think is at the highest level right now because of his natural ability to make plays, um, and this guy's very quick and elusive and can get in and out of situations with his feet and by time. Ro- Russell Wilson is that kind of nature. He was, he has great ability to get in and out and then make that play. Um, and then he continues, the play Dak made at the end of the game that got intercepted was a result of Dak's ability to let him get that ball off, which is really great in that standing. But he needs to continue and finish that play, and then he just keeps going off about mechanics, about very quick footed, and they have the unique yeah, blah blah blah. Jeez. But all in all, he's he's kind of giving him credit, but also trashing him yeah. for not finishing the play. Yeah, um, which is very mind boggling. I can't believe this is in bigger news, but it's kind of mind boggling to see what Jerry Jones um, said there. Um, you could tell he's upset about the the, the result of the game, but. Damn, you gotta believe yeah, in Prescott this season. If you think, it's like, come on, bro. Yeah, man. I don't know. This is <laughs> things are gonna get ugly down there. You can tell they're not winning the Super Bowl. And, sh- and if Jerry Jones really genuinely wants to win this year, he needs to believe in Prescott and then yeah. deal with those issues at the off season. But what, I don't know, dude. 
what's crazy to me is to me this division still feels wide open it definitely is like it's, if but that's Washington, the thing is to me if they switch qbs because dwayne haskins is not he's dinking dunk check down charlie like he just doesn't want to throw the ball maybe that's mm-hmm. the scheme or whatever but uh if they switch to alex smith i mean they could get hot i, I kind of believe in alex smith more than i do dwayne haskins I do. so same I mean, imagine if they switch to Alex Smith in the middle of the season and let's say the Cowboys and the football team are, what, like 2-4, and 2-5, and five, maybe around the same time. And who knows? I feel like anybody can still win this division. Maybe not the Giants because of all their injuries and they just look awful. But Eagles, too. I don't think the Eagles have a chance. It's, it's between Washington and Dallas to me, but we'll see. But it's just crazy that, you know, the – Cowboys are well, in the position they're in. You know, they they have two backup tackles right now. They're banged up, but, you know, we'll see what happens later on in the year. And the thing is, the Cowboys should be 0-3 right now if it wasn't yep. for the Falcons yep. doing what they did. Um, So if, it's not crazy. We talked about this in our preview. With the Washington team has a, has a potential of stealing this division from the, yep. from the, from the other teams. But it could happen, bro. You're right. If Alex Smith comes in there and makes some noise, Anything's possible, and you know this Washington team doesn't look bad at all. They, like you said, it's just Haskins not not throwing the ball as efficiently or as much. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, just like I think the Falcons need a fresh new face, and fresh new perspective. I just think the Washington football team needs to put in Alex Smith just to get a little boost on this offense. Yeah. Um, and then who knows? They can go off from there. But I mean, this week I'm not expecting him to win against the Ravens. Oh, no. uh, after that, we'll see. Anything can happen after that, which is funny to me because this division is so weak. Any like you, you could have the Eagles still come back from what they're going yeah. through right now. Doug, I know we just talked about Doug Peterson having a hot seat, but if he could just turn it around and have a little hot uh, win streak going, I mean they're back in the full, in the mix of things in that division. But no, it's funny that you said that too because it's, it's funny because the Falcons are zero and three. But I still think they can win this division, but they have to get to the the Packers first. They, you know, it's baby steps. If we win this game Monday night, I think we're back in in the mix of things for that division because this division is as hard as as talented as we say it is. I mean, it's still close. Uh, the Buccaneers looked good last week against the Broncos, but the Saints also took another loss. So who knows, man? I know we're on three, but we can still win this. I'm still a little optimistic, but I'm not getting my hopes up after these past two weeks' performances. So, Real quick before we go to the NFC South, because I want to talk about those two teams. Uh, do yeah. you think Peterson is going to get pressured to bench Wentz for Hurts? Yes. Do you think he uh, will? Yes, especially wow. with the performances Carson Wentz is having. Um, I know it's not completely his fault. But throwing I mean, some throwing are his fault for sure, but to put everything on him now. Yeah, but you know how like whenever we have bad performances or teams, they blame it on the coach. I think, and as a result, these past few games, I think they're blaming it on Wentz. He hasn't had great games. Yeah, let's be quite honest. He's thrown two picks in each of the last three games that he's been in. Yeah. So those are question marks there, as it is right there, and especially with Carson. Like, if you're a quarterback and you're throwing two interceptions per game. But you're you're under a new coaching scheme and a, you know on all that coaching staff. I I would understand that, but with Carson Wentz being with Doug Peterson for the past four, three or four years, it's you should kind of know this offense by now. And I know you have no good receivers, but I mean that shouldn't be that ex- a big of excuse. Um, you know you 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 have Tom Brady who did it before throwing two guys off the street. Um, you have Russell Wilson who. Before Metcalf and them, he he made plays with receivers I've never heard of as well, and Aaron Rodgers for that matter. So Carson Wentz just needs to step up more. And if he has, if he throws another two interceptions the next few games, then yeah, he they're gonna have to bench him for Jalen Hurts, especially because you got this guy. Was it the first round they got him? Second, second round. So that just tells me that they're thinking highly of this guy. Um, and I have already seen Jalen Hurts in the in the game a few times already. Yeah. So. Just slowly but surely, man, they're going to have to start this guy Hurts and get a boost in this offense because, like, we just brought up with Alex Smith joining, uh, starting for Washington. Maybe they need Hurts in there to give him a little boost to compete for that division. So at some point, Doug Peterson is going to have to start thinking about that and wondering, like, you know, I got to put this guy in because if not, that might cost me my job. So we'll see. Um, You're right. It's a good question, but I would say yes. Hurts does come in at some point this season, maybe after the Ravens game. Because they're not winning the two. Of, they're going to lose two of those three games. Maybe all three. 
it's gonna be interesting just i wanted to ask that because i've been hearing a lot of you know put in hurts kind of conversation so i just wanted to see what you would say about it i think so too i think if they lose the next three games i think hurts is gonna come in inevitably like i don't feel like he, they have a choice like he has to so um just to see what they got in him but transitioning now to the south what do you think about the saints bro drew Brees, bro I, he's really holding this team back in my opinion you can tell his in his inability to throw the ball down the field i understand they don't have mike thomas but the fact that you the this offense is basically check down to alvin Kamara every play every play it's give the ball to Kamara, which is your best weapon right now i get why they do it but he can't get the ball past 10 yards i i don't I don't see any scenario where our prediction is going to come true where the Saints win this division. I don't see it anymore. I don't. This defense hasn't stepped up. And the fact that they let Vegas, go, you know, score the ball all over them and, you know, get run get the ball up and down the field on on them and, you know, Drew Brees couldn't lead them to come back, to a comeback, like, I don't know. Like, I, I knew they were going to lose the Packers game, but the fact that they lost the Vegas game, that really shocked me. And I don't know. The Saints are in trouble. They, they're to me. They're absolutely they're in deep water right now. Um, no, absolutely. And I mean, they got. Uh, I mean, they got an easy schedule the next few games. So we'll, that'll dictate how they are in this division. How what positioning? Because they got the Lions this week yeah. in Detroit. But I mean, Detroit just came off a of win, and I know it's Matt Patricia. But who knows? Maybe that gives them a little confidence boost. And then they got Monday night against the Chargers. Um. But the Chargers are are a decent team, so for that matter. So we'll see. Um, yeah, it all comes out to the defense, like you said. Good, it's a good point there. It's just like the Seahawks. The Seahawks have no defense the time being. But, I mean, Russell Wilson's given us MVP performances. So Drew Brees needs to step up when Michael Thomas comes back. And I think he's coming back this week, correct? Or is it next week? I think he's questionable this week, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so. But, I mean, it is concerning that they're giving it to Kamara a lot, uh, running and passing him the ball. So, at some point, the defenses are going to adjust. They're going to uh, give more attention to Camara, But then that's Emmanuel Sanders' job to f- find some space and get open. Or uh, when, when Michael Thomas comes back, give him some space and get open. But, yeah, you're right. Um, if defenses were smart, they would just cover the 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 receivers uh, close a little closer, you know, give them the don't give them as much space the first 10 yards and then force Drew Brees to throw the ball down the field. Um, I didn't see this past game against the Packers, um, so I don't know how this was, but you could just tell from Drew Brees' arm strength that he he just can't get it done as, as consistently down the field. So I don't know. It's a big question mark. I was hoping this defense would do better, though, to yeah. cover up those those uh, little mistakes or little uh, things that they're going on, um, problems on offense. But we'll see. Um, I can't write them off yet, though. I know it's the Saints, bro. I mean, the Packers are a good team. Uh, despite having a great defense, I still think Aaron Rodgers is on a mission this season. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how they perform these next three games, and then we'll we'll go back to them and talk about if, if they're going to compete for this division. Because clearly right now it looks like it's the Buccaneers to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the performance they gave out in Denver was really impressive in my opinion. I know the, the Broncos don't have many players out there right now. Yeah, but uh, I thought the Broncos were gonna give up a better fight, in my opinion. Hey, that defense, and... uh, it's stepping up, bro. Like the, that defense looks legit. Yeah, I exactly. Like, well, I like I mean, yeah. Junior. I Shaq Barrett's always gonna get you sacks. I like their interior pass rush with Sue and uh, Vita Vea. Um, they got good corners. Yeah. Linebackers are really good, so I, I'm impressed. Like you said, they played a banged up Broncos team. They played a dude named Ripian. I've never heard this dude a Ripian. Um, the fact that they signed Blake Bortles as the third string quarterback, uh, very concerning. Um, you know, they need Drew Locke back, but that, yeah, I'm very impressed. Tom Brady had a good game too. And Mike Evans with the weird stat line, two catches, two touchdowns. I mean, you don't see that very often, but yeah, I mean, Gronk, Gronk's looking a little more, like he got a little more pep in his step, so. We'll see, but yeah, this is the Bucks Bucks uh, division to lose at the moment because it's like the Saints defense. Like, like going back to it, it's not like they have scrubs. Like they got dudes on that on that side of the ball. Cam Jordan, 
Marshawn Lattimore, Malcolm Jenkins, Von Bell, Demario Davis. Like they got dudes, and they just they're just not performing right now. So, uh, just it's very very concerning on on you know my point of view, and you know we'll see. Like you said, they have a weak schedule the next couple of games, so we'll see what they do. But if they if they lose to Detroit, I, I think. It, just write them off right there. Just cross them off because they're not going to do anything if they lose to Detroit. I don't know, dude. Like, I, say, I I think that's one of those games where a lot of people expect the Saints to go in there and just, like, blow out the Lions. But I, like you said, the, the Lions just won. They just beat the Cardinals this past week. Yeah. I think that's a little confidence booster for, the, for them. And I don't know. Dude. I think this could be a trap game for the Saints. Who knows? I still expect them to win, but I don't think it's going to – I think it's going to be really close. I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions steal this. If you if they lose and the Falcons win, like you said, they're right back in it. You know, just even for the wild card, like we had them, you know, making a wild card spot. Well, at least I did. I know you had the Falcons winning the division, but um, you know, if they're both one and three, I would I'm picking the Falcons over the Saints. I'm sorry, but I trust the the Falcons offense more than I do the Saints right now. Like, I know they got Mike Thomas and Kamara, but I don't trust Drew Brees right now with that arm strength. Mm-mm. I don't see You're it right, right now. But... Hey, man, Tom Brady's looking good, so we'll see what happens, if he can keep it up. But uh, let's go to yeah, but the, another but game. The defense All right, go ahead. More you said, though, the defense is. Yeah. They got to step gonna it up. going to take them far, yeah, they gotta step in my up. opinion. Well, I thought this was going to – I remember I think, you, I think you said it. You know, this could have been, like, a potential – 2015 Denver Broncos kind of scenario like they had a good no. they have a really good defense they just haven't stepped up and you know Drew like you know they carried Peyton Manning to that Super Bowl we kind of thought the same with this one but you know it's not working out so far yeah because like if if Tom Brady has to go to um shootouts with like any of these teams like if he if he has to score like five touchdowns against the Packers I don't think that's going to cut it I think mm-hmm. the Packers are going to win those kind of battles no. um same for the Seahawks if the Buccaneers have to like if they allow forty points against against the Seahawks. I don't see Brady re- retaliating and getting forty points back. So I mean, the defense is gonna have to do their part all season for them to continue to win win games. Um, there's gonna be a few games where Brady is gonna have to be relied on to score a lot of touchdowns for this team. But against those big those big off top offenses teams like the Packers and Seahawks, in my opinion, they the defense is gonna have to step up. Yeah, we'll find out because they play the Packers, the Chiefs, the Texans, and the Saints again. So I want to see what this defense does against those quarterbacks. You know, yes, sir. We'll see about the like you said, five touchdowns for Brady. I don't, I don't see that anymore. But if the defense can kind of contain those QBs, I mean the the Bucks are pretty city in the NFC right now. You know, yeah, you're right. Between him, them, the Packers and the Seahawks, if you know they can get past those those games with victories, but. Uh, let's go to the, the duel on Monday night, which well, it wasn't really a duel, but <laughs> the fucking blowout in Baltimore. I mean, who's going to be um, Kansas that, City this week, bro? Or this year? That's, like, that's what I was literally about to say. I don't know. I think the Patriots have a shot this, this Sunday, yeah, actually, too, though. But I'm just saying. I genuinely like think the Patriots can beat them. Yeah, I don't know after that. If they could beat the Patriots, bro, I think they can go, they can challenge for the 16-0 spot. Mm-hmm. Like, like seriously, the the formations they were throwing out there, like I'm like, what the hell is going? On? Like Andy Reid is just on another level right now. Him and Eric Bieniemy, man, like like that shit's crazy. They're really yeah. just toying with the whole league. Yeah. Like nobody, and it's scary, dude. Because like I just, it just feels like the Chiefs can do way more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. To me, they it just feels like they can do a lot more. But they're just toying with this lead, with the teams they're playing up against, and for them to do what they did against the Ravens, who a lot of people consider the the second best team in the AFC, it's scary. It's yeah. scary what they're doing. Um, but like I said, if they could get to the Patriots this week, I think they can go sixteen and zero. There's also I'm looking at their schedule right now. They, I mean, they also got the Saints and the Buccaneers too so yeah. late in the season. Um, but I th- I genuinely think Mahomes and, and them can win this, can go sixteen and zero if they're if they're focused enough and locked in as as they were this past week. I think they can do it, bro. I really do. And we'll find out. It's good. I I I can't believe Baltimore just didn't let Lamar 
throw the ball. Like, I just, they were just so adamant on just power football, run the ball, run the ball. But this Chiefs defense this isn't the Chiefs defense of uh, years prior. Like, they got yeah. dogs on that side of the ball. Frank Clark, Chris Jones, Honey Badger, like, this, just to name a few. Like, that whole D-line kicked the, the shit out of the, the Ravens O-line that, that Monday night. So, I mean, like you said, they're just toying with the league, and I'm concerned about the Ravens a little bit now. I, I just feel like, you know, them, their, their receiving core concerns me. I feel like that's a, a potential Antonio Brown team to sign him because past Hollywood, I don't, I don't know who you can rely on. Willie Snead, exactly. I don't know. Miles Boykin, mm, like there's nobody you can rely on. I know Mark Andrews, but they can cancel out Mark Andrews. Like they literally took him out of the game that Monday. So, you know, it's just concerning to me with the Ravens. I think they'll figure it out, but. That that just shocked me that they blew them out the way they blew them out. It it wasn't even close. Like I know it was a one score game at one point, but I just I figured I was like, nah, they're gonna score another touchdown, a couple more touchdowns, and that's it. Like they can't catch up. Like Lamar said, this is their kryptonite, the Chiefs. So yeah. Um, just to keep an eye on with the Ravens, I don't know. We'll see how they adjust and how they they have to get Lamar going in the passing game. They, they he can't just. All of it, like ninety-seven yards, unacceptable, bro. Come on. Yeah, that that was. Oh, I was looking at the stat sheet at the end of the game, and I was like, "Whoa, ninety-seven yeah. yards! Like, what is You're going not on here?" Any games like that, so. Um, I don't know. If um, Chiefs, man, if they beat the Pats, like you said, sixteen and zero is on the table for sure. With the yeah, Chiefs see, team. that's gonna be such a big game, but I genuinely think the Patriots have a shot of beating them. No, I do too. Like they, they Bill, Belichick knows how to play Mahomes. Exactly. I was just gonna say that if there's Belichick, one coach that knows how to stop Mahomes, it's it's Belichick. Like he knows how to contain him. Even the the like the game last year that they won, they only scored twenty three points. Like, and if if it wasn't for the refs that blew that call, that game would have went to overtime because Nikhil Harry scored that touchdown. But they said it was out of bounds. They didn't have any more challenges. So this and that. But who knows? They probably would have lost that game too if it went to overtime. But. Um, yeah, this I don't know. Like, there's just so many factors that that just makes me believe the Patriots can win this game. Yeah, and if I had to bet my money, I would actually pick the Patriots. Yeah, um, you got you Cam Newton too. Like, good. you know Cam's gonna be ready to play this game. You oh, already boys. know he's gonna step up for this one. The run prime game time. Well, it's not prime time, but yeah, bro. The run game is insane in New England right now. Like Michelle, Can't. 117 yards. Rex Burkhead went off. Obviously, Cam Newton's going to get his, but and J.J. Taylor, this rookie that they got looking like little Deion Lewis out there. Like, I don't know. It's it's crazy. And then they have Damian Harris on IR who can come back. So, yeah, I mean, I if anybody can beat the Chiefs, it's the Patriots. Because Belichick Patriots. is always going to know how to scheme it up and show Mahomes, give Mahomes a few looks where he's going to be like, uh, what the fuck are they doing? And then he throws those dumb interceptions and, you know. Like you're just like uh, the Patriots, but just like we talked about how the Chiefs are the Ravens' kryptonite, I genuinely feel like the Patriots are the Chiefs' kryptonite. Yep. Or they can do damage and beat them, but we'll see. It's gonna be an interesting game. That is one I'm definitely gonna watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's gonna be a lot of games on this Sunday, uh, but this is gonna be one that I'm I'm circling in my planner and and watch definitely because that to me is the game of the week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't I don't see any other game that's gonna be. We'll get to – I wanted to talk to you about, like, you know, every week we'll do, like, the week four, you know, the most anticipated matchups of the week. We'll just get into that later. But um, I know you – real quick, since we're talking about the Pats, uh, I know you were saying earlier the Bears to you are a false 2-0 and team. Is there yeah. any other false 2-0 and teams, like, more than the Las Vegas Raiders? Are you fucking kidding me? Come on, bro. <laughs> These are the foolish shit Raiders like we've known from years past. Like, I'm not – I did not buy into that at all. Like, they beat the Saints. Whoopie-doo. Like, Drew Brees is playing like shit right now. Who knows if we could turn it back up. And then they beat the Panthers, and they barely beat them. Like, come on. So, I, I knew the Ra- – I don't know. The Raiders, to me, uh, I feel like they're in the conversation of adding a quarterback at the end of the year. I don't feel like David. David Derek Carr is not the answer for me. 
I don't know what you think, what you saw in that game. What do you think about your boy Carr? Yeah, I think he's a good but not great quarterback yeah. in this league. Um, but it's because the thing is, if when you're, if you're Carr and you're going to New England, you got to have a great performance. Mm-hmm. No one just goes to New England and like and just does, has an average game and comes out, you know, with the victory. Yeah. Um, I think Carr should have done more. He could have done more, in my opinion. Um, but I don't know, dude. Like it's it just seems like Gruden doesn't really believe in him as much either. And I know who they have their backup. I know it's is it Marcus Mariota? I yeah, think they Mariotta. have their backup. I I genuinely feel like if the Raiders ever go on a losing streak this year, they need to put Mariota in just to see what they got in him mm-hmm. because he's a former first round pick. Um, I think he's was he number two, right? Yeah, he's a far yeah. number two pick. I I know he lost his job in Tennessee, but I just never thought he was a good fit in Tennessee whatsoever, even when he got drafted there. So. I feel like they got to give him a shot just to see what they got in Mariota. And if, and if they don't have anything, that you know, they can move on from both quarterbacks. Um, but the thing is, though, like, if if you do decide to get rid of Carr, who are you going to go find to replace him? I think they got like, we were just talking him. about this. With, we were just talking about this with the Cowboys. Like, who are they going to go out there and replace or find somebody to replace Dak with? Who are the Raiders going to get? I know mm-hmm. they can possibly. They could draft somebody. They can get Dak, like you said earlier. I don't know, but and they can get back. Like I said, yeah, you're right. Um, but like in the draft though, like who, who's out there right now? Other than uh, um, Trevor Lawrence, the, Justin the, Fields, Trey. Lance. Yeah, other than those two, ah, uh, see, I don't know about, I don't know. Trey Lance know. to me is like a John Gruden type QB. But he's like I can see it though. QB. I feel like they'll draft and develop, and maybe they'll, use, you know, they'll have Carr there, but they have their guy of. For the future so i don't know i don't know how long john gruden has left you know coaching like he just got 10 years <laughs> yeah he's got the contract but i don't know if he's gonna fulfill that contract i i feel like eventually mark davis is gonna be like is that his name mark davis the, the, yeah i think oh, it's mark okay. davis yeah, i think eventually he's gonna have to make a decision where is john gruden really my guy because he hasn't really shown me anything these first couple of years so We'll see if they turn it around. I mean, I feel like, especially because they're in Vegas, you know, he wants to be relevant and one of the hottest teams in the league. And with Derek Carr and all them, I don't think so. You know, that de- they have nobody on defense. All the receivers are hurt. So I don't. Know, we'll see. But Dak Prescott, like you said, that's a good, good call that you said. I feel like Dak Prescott could be a Vegas Raider next year. So we'll see. I could definitely see it. Definitely see that. Um, but I mean. Not we'll right. see. I mean, they're two and one. Uh, I think yeah. they're 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 not winning this division clearly, but <laughs> no. they, they have a chance to win this wild card or get in the wild card spot. Um, I don't know. They they are they were a false two and zero team coming in. Yep. I I didn't know. I listen. I did not think they were gonna ever beat the Patriots in New England. That never crossed my mind. Um, I thought they were gonna make it competitive for the most part, but that's it. Uh, hey, we'll figure out who they are. They got the Bills, Chiefs, and Bucks in the yep. next three weeks. So, if if they go, if they lose these next three, then we're gonna have a different discussion with them. But we'll see. I mean, two and one, not that bad of a start for Gruden. Um, shout out to the Browns, though. They they won the last two games. I know they were easy opponents, but they're ta- at least they're taking care of business now against these what, uh, inferior opponents. This is what I was telling you, bro. Stefanski going there. The run game has to be the priority. And this is why I think Odell's going to get traded. I don't I don't see him staying there the whole year. There's just no chemistry. They're not getting him the ball. I know he said, "Oh, my role's very different. I know what I, I know what to expect this year, but I feel like he's still going to be Odell and get frustrated and he's going to get traded. So, we'll see where he got. I think he's I potentially he's he's one of my top, you know, trade block guys this year. Him, Ertz, Michael Gallup, like those dudes, I feel like they're going to get traded just because necessity and, you know, the the pecking order of those guys, you know, with the way their scheme is. I just, I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah, the Browns, I mean, shout out Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. They're getting the job done. Hey, that was a very impressive performance for them, too, because the Washington team has the best D-line, in my opinion, in the league. And for them to just... Like, just go through them. It was impressive. Yeah. It was very impressive. For, I mean, for... you know, they lost Chase Young that game, but, yeah, they still have a pretty good uh, D-line. Yeah, so, I uh, mean, shout-out to Chubb, shout-out to Hunt. Especially tough for winning us that game. 
um, fantasy. One more uh, game I want to talk about, and we'll go. Uh, Bills and Rams. We said that we said that the- that was a good. Both of us were saying that was going to be a highly anticipated matchup, and it did not disappoint. And I felt like the Rams should have won that game. Like they, they had it. That that pass interference in the end was kind of BS, but that's the way the league is now. I mean, they won a game because of a call like that. Yeah, that's what I know. Like I said, they they have all the pass interferences going their way, so (laughs) it changed this time. But um, you know, twenty eight to three, and they came back and they almost pulled it off. But Josh Allen, to me, man, he he could he could win MVP too, bro. Like the way he's playing, he is having a great season. You're right. Stephon Diggs has is making a huge difference in Josh Allen's life. It's just he has a number one receiver. He has a deep threat, and the defenses have to stay true to Diggs. So guess what? Cole Beasley's wide open. John Brown's wide open. Devin Singletary's wide open. Everybody's open. They didn't even have Dawson Knox that game, and they still did what they did. So, yeah, man, the Josh Allen's looking good. No interceptions up to this point, which is very impressive for him because he loves to throw interceptions. He's like a Brett Favre in that kind of way. He just gunslings <laughs> it. So, I mean, we'll see. The Bills are looking good. I, f- I feel like. I'm know. telling you, bro, I told you this off the air. I don't know if I told you this on air, but the Bills might win this division. I know the Patriots are good right now. Yeah, I, I heard I, I'm you, liking you said it, but defense. I told you, bro. I'm not. I, I feel like the Patriots are always going to have the we'll see. How, yeah, we'll, we'll see how they do against the Patriots yeah. this season. And then and then we'll get back to that well, discussion because. Right now they're three and zero, and I'm looking at their schedule. They're very winnable games up to the Chiefs. So they got the Raiders and the. So we'll see, but I mean, who knows if they even play the Titans right now with this, these news reports coming out. Yes. Did you hear the news this morning? Yeah, they postponed it. The Titans, yeah, for later in the year. So that's already know. one game. I don't know, bro. Like I don't. What's going on with the Titans? Who fucked it up for them? That's what I, I'm so curious. <laughs> I like, <laughs> Who's exactly fucking it up for them, bro? Like, I know your boy AJ Terrell got it, which sucks. I feel like that's why the Falcons didn't, you know. Oh, definitely. I mean, that, that was a big piece, even though he's a rookie. He's he's the best corner you guys have right now. But, yep. You know, he got it. But the fact that three tested positive and then two more tested positive this morning, what's I, I'm curious what's going on in Tennessee and what the NFL is going to do. And this was our concern. How the NFL is going to handle COVID, and they postponed this game, which I'm su- I'm surprised. I'm completely surprised they did that. I thought they were going to play it anyway. But the thing, where are you going to find the time to to reschedule this game? Yep. In my opinion, like in baseball, it was a lot easier because you know if a team got tested, you all you know give them a week off, but they would play double headers when they would come back and play, and they would make the games like shorter. They'll play seven inning games instead of nine inning games. Um, which was easier and you were playing your own division. So like, it's not like you had to go travel to like Pittsburgh from LA or some shit like that. Uh, so I don't know. That's my biggest question. Where are you going to play this game? When? Because other than the bye week that the Titans are going to have, I don't think them and the Steelers have the same bye week. So when are you going to find the time? Are they just going to cancel this game altogether? Like, I don't know. Because if, if at the end of the season, if, if this Steelers Titan game hasn't been played, but this is a deciding like, factor to determine seedings and playoff positioning you have to play this game because i was also thinking you don't maybe you could just cancel this game and not play it but i mean if if it's going to determine like playoff positioning and stuff like you must play they're both three and zero at the time being so they they it looks like they are going to have to play this game at some point so we'll see how that goes i mean even with covid um you gotta also take into consideration the player's health um, you can't have these guys play two games in one week, yep. especially with all the injuries going on right now in the league. So, I don't know. What do you think? Do you, do you when do you think this is the uh, best time to play this game? So, I was looking at their schedules. The Titans have their bye week week seven, and the Steelers have their bye week week eight. So, I don't know if they're gonna flip flop one of those games where maybe the Titans play week seven, and then um, you know the Steelers bye week they would actually play that game or vice versa but i don't know when they play this game they have to though like you said it's it's for playoff implications like these two teams are probably going to play each other in the playoffs um you know maybe who knows but you know 
three and teams, I think... early seedings. Yeah, this this has to be played at some point. I feel like they're gonna flip flop their bye weeks, but who knows how they're gonna you know go about it. That'll be hard though, because whoever they play like the week before their bye week or the week after, yeah. then has to like adjust too. I don't know. It's it's a lot of it's it's a big question mark for the league right now. Um, this is the we saw this coming though. We saw we, mm-hmm. we talked about this since we started this podcast. How is the NFL gonna treat COVID and stuff? Because these other leagues for for these other leagues like especially baseball, um, they had to adjust. They they found ways to to go around this COVID crisis. Um, with baseball, like I just mentioned, they they just gave them a week off and then did those double headers after but i mean it's baseball you don't it's not physically daunting as it is in football so mm-hmm. we'll see i don't know dude the nfl is in a big pickle this is gonna happen they, they this is their first domino now we'll see how many more fall um hopefully luckily they didn't what's no, up no go ahead i was gonna say hopefully this is like an eye opener for a lot of players like don't fuck around because you guys are gonna fuck yourselves over like yeah i mean luckily like... they go on, go ahead I was gonna say, luckily they didn't, the Vikings didn't get any because yep. they played them this past mm-hmm. week, so they're lucky there. But we'll see. Uh, what were you saying though? Luckily, what? But I'm just saying, like, uh, not luckily, but I I was saying like, uh, you know, let's say, just an example. Let's say the Panthers get it or whatever, or the Cardinals, since the Cardinals are you know potential playoffs team, and they gotta play. You know, I'm looking at their schedule. Let's play. They gotta play Seattle one week. I, it's gonna be tough, especially if the teams don't have the same bye week. It's gonna be tough, like you know, the, the NFL is gonna have to really figure this one out. How they're gonna do it? Maybe they wait until the regular season's over and then play that game. But I don't, still don't know how that's gonna work. But I don't know, man. It's gonna be tough. Maybe they do cancel it and they just maybe, uh, you know, do a tie, just to make it fair. I don't know, but could do a tie there too. Yeah, you're right. It's gonna be tough, but. Uh, I don't know, because like in baseball they did cancel a couple games. Yeah. Like um, at the end of this regular season this past week, they uh, the Cardinals still had to play like five more games, and the Brewers like had to play a few more too. Mm-hmm. But since it didn't really matter, they just decided to just let those games go. They were like, all right, well, I mean, you guys are already in these positions. You know, it's not going to impact any more other playoff spots. So they just let decided to let those games go. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's. I don't know. Football is different because any every game counts, especially because you only play sixteen. And with these yeah, two teams being one of the top teams in the AFC, you have to play this game or mm-hmm. something. But a tie is interesting. They might just give it a make it a tie, but I don't know. That'll be weird. Yeah, because I don't know how they're gonna handle their actual bye weeks now. Like exactly. Gonna, so they have two bye weeks. Like that's a kind of a disadvantage for everybody else. For the other teams, right? Yeah, exactly. So we'll see. I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. I want to see how the NFL handles this. This is Goodell's first test with COVID, so I want to see how he handles it. Here we go. This is what we were all waiting for. (laughs) Let's see if he fucks it up like we think he will. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that's it on week three. I mean, there's a lot that we covered. But uh, what are your week four uh, highly anticipated matchups? (laughs) Obviously, besides the Patriots, Chiefs, like we said. Broncos, Jets. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) You know, oh hey, quick note though. What's yeah. up? Yeah, no, go ahead. You go first. Um I was reading this tweet. This is the first time in a while that you're gonna have winless teams on primetime slots. And every primetime. Like you got Broncos Jets tonight. The Eagles are 0 and two and one Sunday night, and then the Falcons 0 and three mm. Monday night. So it's gonna be a very boring week in primetime in my Man, opinion. Can can we get good games in primetime? Like Lately they've been good, but Dolphins, Jags, Bengals, Browns, Broncos, Jets. I know next well, week it's gonna start picking up. They got Bears, uh, Bears, Bucks, Chiefs, Bills on on Thursday, Monday night. They finally got that schedule right because Monday night has always been boring to me. They, they oh, always yeah, pick shitty games. But I never still, watch Monday night unless until yeah. this past uh, Monday night game. But like no, but th- this year I I feel like the Monday night schedule has been pretty good. And you know it's only gonna get better from here. Like I, I I'm got, I'm interested in that Falcons Packers Monday night game, even though you know it might be a blowout, but still the potential for those two offenses to go back and forth. That's another one I'm keeping my eye on. Um, Bills and Raiders. 
just to see, you know, if this Josh Allen train can keep going or is it? That's what players? I was going to pick. That was my pick for this week. The underrated, like the low key game of the week is mm-hmm. Bills Raiders to me. And another one, the Colts Bears, that's going to be a good one too. Mm. Just to see yeah. now Nick Foles has the starting job. Let's see what a Nick Foles offense can do. I mean, we've seen it with the Eagles, with the Jaguars. I feel like we didn't see much because he got hurt. So uh, we'll see what happens. You know what? But, I already picked the Bills for a low-key game. And that's I'm going to go Browns-Cowboys. Yeah, I was going to say that too. <laughs> Just to see you know, if the Cowboys are going to fucking lose to Baker or what's, you know, what's going to happen. Yeah, because – I mean the Browns are two and one. They're they've been looking good these past two games, um, and obviously the Cowboys with Dak. So, yeah, this this one will apply. I know it's because it's the Cowboys are always on national TV here, and for the most part. So this is this is gonna be one that's low key game for me. Cowboys we'll see. I'm excited up. to see that one. Let's see how they they play Chubb and Kareem. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah. So I mean, still though, Pages Chiefs are just the one game I am definitely that's gonna the, watch. That's that gonna be the one. Sunday I'm... night, not fucking Eagles Forty Niners. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's just they. The thing is, like everybody has to play a Thursday night game. Every team in the league has to at some point. So I think the NFL is just getting rid of all these trash teams now. Putting oh, no, them I'm on Thursday. The, they yeah, could have. They should have flexed the Eagles 49ers Sunday night. Oh, game. yeah. yeah. I don't understand why they don't just do that every week. Other than, like, the first two weeks, they should, like, starting week three, they should start flexing games Sunday night because they yeah, do they it always, at the end of the season. Yeah, that's what I I don't understand that shit. Like, week four, 40, Eagles 49ers. And then guess what? Two weeks later, Rams 49ers. Like, come on, bro. Can we get some variety in here? Yeah, but I don't know. Start flexing these games. Put the Bills on Sunday night. Fucking Cowboys and Eagles are weeks week eight primetime. Come on, bro. I'm not trying to watch that shit. Yeah. But I agree. Yep, that's it, guys. Uh, we'll be back uh, sooner next week with the week four recap. And yeah, that's it, Julian. I don't know if you have anything to add. No, sir. Just everybody stay safe. Um, enjoy the week four's games. Um, and we'll see where we where we go week five. Oh yeah, one one more thing. Who's your MVP right now? Up up to three weeks in the season. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. I'm still gonna stick with Kyler as my pick. I feel like he can turn it. Ah, down. you're right. We'll see. But we'll see. Yeah, I can't have Cam right now. Radio, but we'll see. But he has to he has to play a little better. I don't know. A little better, but yeah. I mean, if he beats the Chiefs, then he's definitely oh, gonna yeah, be top gonna, two. That's gonna be. And and Mahomes obviously. Mahomes is playing. Oh, of course. Level like. I feel like if they go, if they go ten and zero, he that he's just locked in like as the MVP. At, in my opinion, but. you think Seahawks are like right there with them in terms of record? Like Seahawks are eight and two, and the Chiefs are ten and zero. But Russell Wilson's still having these games. You you would still pick Mahomes? Uh I have to see the stats because that matters too. Okay. But I yeah. yeah, I think Mahomes. If if they go undefeated through 10, 11 weeks, I think it's his again and. People are gonna okay. say, "Oh, well, Russell," but Russell Wilson always starts off hot, you know, not That's this hot, true. but he always starts off good, and then he kind of tails, you know, kind of plateaus. So we'll see if we can keep it up. But yeah, man, That's, it's gonna be a good week four, and we'll see y'all next week with with the recaps and you know, like like Julian says, stay safe, stay blessed, follow our social medias, subscribe, subscribe to Sports Inferno, and we'll catch y'all later. Peace. Peace.